0: give a damn what your first impression is of me (laughs) right that's on you that's you know who knows what you're projecting that day if you're in a good mood a bad mood you know what i mean like I, i can't control that i don't care
1: episode of girls gotta
2: eat uh, haven't alert. seen the sun in two weeks haven't seen the sun in two weeks day before the 2020 election it's a lot of feelings I have to disconnect from the news a little bit we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it we'll talk about how we're feeling Okay. And this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com gg. So you know, if you listen to this show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time. For what makes you happy with BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com/gge today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp dot slash gge.
1: Before we get into the dumpster fire that has been the elections, the election season, uh, the, the big, last four years. Are, okay, yeah, the last <laughs> four years. Um, <laughs> some of you, a few of you, been asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what who we voted for. A lot of you have been asking. I know I've been undecided, but I made it. I got there and I decided Didn't on the spot. Did somebody email us and say we need to be more clear about who we're voting for? Didn't that happen or did I imagine that? That sounds like a dream. We have we get some like weird to, emails, think that like something like that. That's something
2: that wouldn't happen, but
1: okay. it did. It probably happened. Um big announcement, huge, probably the biggest announcement ever that anyone's ever given in dream announcement. Oh gross. Um we have all new merch coming out. <laughs> it is so So beautiful. It is more beautiful than anything we've ever done. Probably more beautiful than anyone's ever done. We had an incredible designer. I don't know if I want to tell people who she is. They'll steal her. Yeah. But it is all new, gorgeous sweatshirts, hoodies. Um, We have all kinds of cute home stuff. We have a bucket hat. We do have a bucket hat. Get a bucket and a mop. And a fanny pack. We yeah. have those two. You can wrap yourself in a girls has Gotta Eat blanket. A lot of stuff. Yes. There's so much stuff. It's absolutely beautiful. We're so proud of it. Um, you can go to our website, girlsgottieatpodcast.com or girls
2: girls shop. Mm. <laughs> it's either <laughs> shop or store. Just go to .com we'll figure it and out. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited too. This stuff is so incredible. It's so awesome. We just did a lot of new designs and... You might be thinking, I feel like I heard this not too long ago, <laughs> but um, we, you know, in all honesty, we we made some changes with our merch arm of the business. Uh, COVID really affected everyone that was sending things out, with uh, in terms of delays and apparel and where you get the items and things like that. So we know that some of you guys ordered stuff before and it, you may have experienced delays, but we have really worked hard to make sure that that's not the case again. We've tweaked things. We've really strived to make sure that we have like a really streamlined, easy speedier shipping. Cooler items, like all the things. So, mm-hmm. um, hope you guys get take a look and, and shop it up. And you know, if you experienced delays before, we apologize. You know, it's just one of the things of like the state of the world. So, it's fixed now. So, no worries there.
1: Yeah, no crazy delays. Um, obviously, we're not going to harp on this, but um, there can be days we're going to keep you guys posted in terms of holiday deadlines and when you can order stuff, but order stuff as early as possible. Order yourself a voting week gift. Yeah. Um, but it's really cute. We have man stuff as well. If mm-hmm. you're a man fan, we have a Gigi Man, man. merch. <laughs> I'm very excited.
2: Truth. Um, truth. We're really just so proud and excited about this one. So. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm i just so obsessed. So like, I, you know, I already wore all the merch and so now I'm just going to like get so much more. All I'm
1: going to do is I'm going to have a phone case, my blanket, my fanny pack. I'll never wear the bucket hat, but you
2: go off. I'm going to go off the bucket hat. I'm thinking I'm going to get the laptop sleeve. <laughs> I mean, it's going <laughs> to get serious. So, yeah. Um, you know, we had to make some changes and we did and we're, we're back again with another <laughs> (laughs) another merch launch (laughs) drop a new merch drop it like it's hot so look look for that on our website we're excited if you guys to check it out And when you get it tag us in your cute pics yeah of course um and we have such an incredible episode today we're going to keep this intro short because this episode it's (laughs) (laughs) so our guest is nina parker who you definitely know if you watch tv i mean she's what on e she's on e nightly pop e dating no filter uh like Access Hollywood, The Insider, TMZ. When I TMZ, when I was
1: writing yeah. her bio for this intro, I was like, I have done nothing. Oh, love hip hop.
2: She's been on the red carpet for E, whatever. You, she's just, she's been everywhere. And I got to tell you, I was like editing this. We already talked to her. Obviously, we did the interview with her and I was editing it and I just was like, it's so long. Like almost every guest, like behind, like a little behind the scenes for you guys, there's some like chunk that comes out, right? No chunks come out. Like every single thing I was like, I'll, I'm sure this next thing I'll be able to like tighten it up, cut it a little bit. Nope. She had hot take after hot take. So much really great, fresh dating advice. Uh, and I mean, she doesn't really call herself a dating expert. A lot of it's just like kind of the way she views the world, a lot of stuff that we, you just need to hear, you know, and like with a different voice, mm-hmm. you know, she's just really funny. She's really great. And so I just, I uh, implore you guys to listen to the whole episode and like, it's just going to keep coming. This, uh-huh. the, Like the, the hot takes and the advice and the good shit's just going to keep coming. So and we
1: talked about a lot of stuff with her that we have covered on other episodes. And I feel like all of her takes for fresh dating apps, when to touch a person, what to talk about, when yeah. to leave. She went through a breakup. We talk about
2: that. It's yeah. just, you'll listen to the episode. You guys are yeah. here. If you guys you're are here. Hear, you're already be here. Great. So just get locked in okay but while we are talking about guests okay. i have something to show you I'm so very excited a former guest of ours sent this to me just for us like she sent, sent it to the house studio address so uh-huh. it, I, there she sent three things like one for me one for you one for dewey i guess and um it's like uh, you said, um, it's right here you haven't looked at it yet you look
1: so like cute and adorable like it looks like christmas morning i'm excited i don't know what to say okay we so, revealed it on the
2: podcast um i guess i'll just make you guess who this, who it's from first. It'll be easy, but who did I want to be friends with the most? Amy Chan. <laughs> Amy Chan. Went out of town. <laughs> and then Amy Chan moved away. And Bra- so now we have to go visit her in Vancouver. She did ghost us out of New York City. She actually did try well, to. We were trying to hang out and then yeah. the COVID hit, whatever. So she's um, great.
1: Breakup boot camp. can't recommend. One year ago, exactly one year ago. Yes. Or- one of our
2: favorite episodes, one of our like, most life changing episodes per our listeners. And Amy Chan sent this to us. So she has a side hustle. You're okay. about to see. I'm she's really not excited. just like the breakup guru. She does a little something extra and she did it for us. So okay, it's a piece go. of paper. What? <laughs> I'm speechless
1: over what this is. I need you to like explain Okay, so yeah, so what
2: she is. she does doodles her Instagram is Amy Doodles Okay, and she does like customized doodles, and she made one for us, and it is the most intricate. It's everything. I don't know how to like read a few things from it. It's picture rain and I were cartoon, like we're animated, and then it's like all the things around us that she doodled that we like say the things we love. There's Dewey, there's croissants. I mean, it's so
1: incredible. She has Raina's thirst traps, and it's pointing to the book Sapiens. Yes, like but that's I'm she saying. Knows everything so everything about us us. Like, yes, this is the most thoughtful, incredible, interesting. Cool thing I've ever seen. Like, will she do this for people? Like for gifts? Oh my god! So that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. You, yes, she says.
2: I mean, gosh, now we're gonna blow her up. But this you, is the she, she'll like commis- she'll commission these. So you just
1: slide into her DMs. This would be the greatest uh, birthday gift, holiday gift, most thoughtful thing. I, th- I feel
2: like I'm gonna go home, and frame this, and put this on my wall. Well, we have we have three. Um, so I have one for you. But th- this is my one of my most flattering things at the top of mine. It says channeling R B G, and there's like oh, there's Ruth, doodle doodle, and then in the corner it says there's an internet troll, and then it says death by church. There's a churro going into the troll. RIP Verizon Fios. I hate on fries. Oh, I also hate Uber now. By
1: Restaurants uh, that uh, serve shrimp with tails on it? On I know. Read, oh, read my some God. Of your favorite things. She okay. has my checks mix and my beige carbs. And then. Next and the neighbor I fucked. He's there. What if he comes over to my apartment? I got to show him. I know. I just, I'm having like a real moment. <laughs> oh, wait, did you even read that? You babed too soon. Oh, my God. I have to show this to that guy. <laughs> of course, she has this guy. That's his big dick energy. He looks like he's like <laughs> 19. I just want to say, do you see Dewey eating a taco? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home and just look at this for the rest of the night and study it. Um, it, I can't wait to frame this. I just want to say, like, I feel like I'm gonna cry when I think about this, like the greatest gift that like this show has like given me is like the people that like it's brought into our lives and like being able to like know people to do stuff like I this know. and like I mean obviously like my friendship with you and, and our audience is so special but like the guests that we've had on the show like we put so much work and time and energy into like vetting people for you guys and mm-hmm. making sure every week is different and interesting we only like give people a platform that like we really think are doing something great in the world I feel like a very emotional oh my god I mean, I, did you see I don't like
2: anything on my butt did you even Read that guys, we're gonna take a picture of this, but no, gym, she, sent me the, she sent me the digital too. Oh, thank god! So, we'll post it. Of course, um, she did because she's amazing. I know. Um, so I'm so excited I got to show you this. And <laughs> I opened this while I had something playing from Calm, and I had a real moment. Like, did you cry, did you cry? I got like, really I emotional. I'd had uh-huh. kind of like a weird day, and um, I'll tell you what it was on the Calm app, so stay tuned. But it was like my favorite type of music was playing. I looked at this, and I was like, whew, it really, I,
1: I had a moment. I can't recommend this now. I also have two, like, little quick things to tell you. First of all, I was, like, a little late coming over here today. Okay. That's because I ordered food, and I was waiting. I, um, listen, it's soup season again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god you know the soup is god my god truth the soup is, is my truth how are okay? you gonna do this on an already too long episode it's a three-hour episode god damn it i can't believe you bring up soup now i told you we got to keep it short and now's the time i ordered couldn't th- wait until next i ordered three pop soups. off about soup <laughs> i ordered three soups from helen hardy
1: it took a long time to get them i wanted to taste all three of the soups i'm super hot i can't wait for this to end so i can go home and eat more soup soup is my favorite thing girl we know i, was, I listen I, I actually i can can't believe there's no soup on that i'm gonna talk about soup the entire season like it's you cancer season every week soup update pop off it's my favorite food even it's my favorite hangover food i'll eat at eight in the morning when i'm hungover when it's 90 degrees outside i'm hungover i'll go get soup it's insane i fuck with soup hard yeah (laughs) um okay then this other quick thing i wanted to tell you and then we'll move on I had this like really funny experience with my dad the other night. Okay. So the World Series was this week. Well, we're recording this week. It was last week technically. Um, and I'm talking to my dad about baseball. is my dad's my dad's favorite thing. He dragged us to season tickets at the Pirates every single year my whole life. I hated it. It's like being tortured. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were watching the World Series and he's knocking at me and he's like, I gotta tell you, And he like lights up. I've, I've never seen him like giddy like a child and he's like, the best day of my life was when Bill Mazeroski hit the home run, the winning home run in the World Series. I guess it was in like 1960. I looked it up. It's 1960. They, he hit a, a home run. He played for the Pirates. My dad like went with his dad and he was like, it was the greatest day of my life and I was like, it was? And he was like, just, it." And he, you can tell him he's like going back in their brain that I'm listening to anymore and he's like, it's yeah. the best day of my life. I'm like, you can't think of any other days <laughs> that might be a good day. And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Like the best day the best of my life. He starts sending me videos of the World Series. He may watch three different videos of the home run. Couldn't hammer it home enough. I was like, not when Arlen and I were born. No, he was like, I mean, this was the best day of my life.
2: You know what? It it probably was. He was being honest. Yeah. It wasn't. That wasn't. <laughs> me- Listen, people, you need to stop lying about... <laughs> the best day of your life be when your kid was born you you're that's not I'm kidding people probably do really feel that but your dad does not and that's his truth <laughs> <laughs> and that's his truth
1: I'm not even mad at him for it that's like my favorite person in the world I feel very loved and supported if he wants to pick that day yeah honestly if that wasn't the best day of his life the day that I was born I blame my mom Maybe, Maybe she should her. have been a little bit nicer to him. That's on her. My mom said he brought a flask, uh, sorry, a handle of whiskey and a whole loaf of white bread and smoked turkey to the hospital and just sat in the waiting room and just got drunk made, made sandwiches.
2: <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like you have your kid, whatever. <laughs> but like, you're also at the, you're at the hospital. Who wants to be at the hospital? It's stressful. There's fluids and goo, and there's a baby. And and like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I get that. It, I get that it's special, <laughs> but I do respect someone not saying that because they feel like they have to. He really doubled down
1: sending me the videos. He's like, no, 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 you didn't even get a good angle on this one. You got to watch the others just black and white old videos from 1960.
2: (laughs) That is so funny. I feel like so many guys so many like men have that (laughs) like some stupid sports event. That's the best thing that ever happened to them. It is.
1: I've read about this. It is widely considered like one of the greatest moments in sports history. It is it is the greatest moment in the World Series the greatest home run. He hit the home run to like win it. I don't fucking care about any of this shit, but it is widely regarded as one of the greatest moments in history and he was there with his dad. I know, right? You're really like falling asleep while I'm telling you this, but it was better than the day that I was born. Uh, yeah. You <laughs> so know I was excited to tell you that. He was he was misty-eyed and pretty excited. <laughs> he barely remembers my birthday. My brother has to text him to remind him that it's my birthday. <laughs> Listen, it's mid-June. There's
2: a lot of Geminis. It's fine. <laughs> the best day of my dad's life, it can't be it can't have been it was when Jul- was July 9th, <laughs> <laughs> 1995. It can't have been. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, when Matt was born, we we shot my mom on one time, and we can we can talk to her about her birth story because I was a nightmare, and of course Matt was just perfect. Pop right out. <laughs> my mom was in labor for twenty four hours with me. They did lay on her stomach. She almost died. I almost died. It was a whole thing. <laughs> That
1: was not the best day of her life. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame her. I'm like, ew. It is funny. It's like, you can't think of
2: anything else that was better than that day. Thanks for sharing your truth. I'm glad that was a story about your dad that wasn't about him knowing how you like sucked a dick or something, you know? Well, he already knows that. He already knows all those things. So we we can't ignore the fact that this episode is coming out on November 2nd. When Whenever you're listening to it, maybe you're listening and it is the day before the election. Maybe it's election day and you're trying to take your mind off what's going on. Maybe it's the day after. Election. We don't know what's going to happen. Like I, I just kind of wanted to address it. This isn't going to be some political PSA. I think we've done our due diligence there. I think we have spread the message far and wide. Most, I'm sure a lot of you guys have already voted if you mailed in, if you did early voting, whatever it may be, um, but we still at least want to address it and like talk about how we're feeling, I guess, in this moment. So it's a few days before, obviously, we're recording, but I voted on October 28th it was so easy i don't know the, the the voting place is on my street i walked down there it took me 8 minutes in and out like I don't know. Like also a few friends have told me that that was really easy for them too. But I saw people like waiting in these long hour, long lines, three hours in the Upper West Side. I saw like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, man, I had it really good. So that was my first time voting in a presidential election in New York City. I felt really proud to do it. Uh, I I had a great experience. I came home. I took a thirst trap and um, that's my truth. That was Uh, the most
1: important thing you did that day. It was take the the photo without your pants on. Of
2: course. For sure. Uh, Trish, (laughs) first time she did vote blue. You know, Trish voted, for, Trish voted for, Trish did vote for Donald J. Trump in 2016. And I she, can't even the character. <laughs> voted. Trish has been swayed. She's still registered Republican, but you know, she did vote for Joseph R. Biden uh, for president of the United States for 2020. Listen, bitch, you could go back to being a Republican in four years. Go right back. We don't
1: need you in four years. We just need you now. But I did. Yeah. I just, people no were can. asking, um, a lot of you have been asking about Trish a lot of you guys have been asking asking who Ashley and I are voting for church's politics so take a guess yeah no but she um, just this time she did the right thing yeah um, um, it's a very emotional week. I have been like, I will say I I feel like personally for me, I've done the wrong thing, which is to be locked into the news 24 hours a day, all day. I think it's really important to take a break from that stuff, to walk away, um, to do some mental health stuff for yourself. We are going to do some mental health stuff and address that, but just, you know, it's important to shut this stuff down, talk to somebody you like, read something funny, have a glass of wine and relax and not be, I, I think at least for me, it makes me a little crazy. So, you know, vote, get out there, do the right thing and just try to separate from it a little bit because I know... Know, the tensions are high and the, we're all fighting with our family members and, our yeah. and others. And, um, this is certainly the most important election in my lifetime and maybe in any lifetime. Um, so just we're proud of you guys. You guys have all been tagging us in mm-hmm. your voting stuff. You've been showing us your stickers and your everything. We're so proud of you guys and this audience. Um, please continue to do that. Let us know what you're doing um, on election day. and You know, we hope that um, the right candidate wins and that's Joe Biden.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like I want to just like be honest about how I'm feeling. I feel like my prediction is that I deep in my heart, I feel that Joe Biden is going to win. And I think that it's going to be a long road to the current president accepting that. And I think we may be in for some unrest in this country. Uh, But I am aware there is another outcome, and I don't know that I can say I'm prepared. I don't know if any of us are fully prepared for what a Trump re-election would look like. But I am aware, and uh, I didn't really feel that way in two thousand and sixteen. I was that naive, cocky person, like Hillary's got this. No way in hell. Trump's gonna win. And it really hit me like a ton of bricks. I did not handle it well. So I at least feel more prepared this time around. But it's also so devastating that we have to be prepared for something like this. But, um, yeah, so all that being said, we will, dive into it more next week. Uh, we're going to see what happens, but like, I just want to really validate anybody that's like, I, I'm scared. I'm anxious. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we, we think we do, but we don't. We didn't know before. We, you never know. I thought I knew four years
1: ago, and I remember going to sleep that night. It was so arrogant. I was like, oh, I can go to sleep at 10.30 at night, and, the real, and I woke up to a world that I just never expected to wake up to, and I remember calling my dad. I was crying, and I didn't go to work, and I got on the subway, and everyone in New York was crying on the trains, and um, I just think that at least now... I want to feel like I have a little more control over the future and we all do. And I've, we've seen record voting, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we've seen more people vote. We've had 85 million people vote as of yesterday when we were, when we were recording, I'm early vote. So it is really amazing and astounding. And that gives me hope that people want change. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. You know, we have to just brace and
2: just hope for the best. Yeah. So we'll just wrap it up there and talk to you guys about it next week. Honestly, I mean, we're going to break it down. So we're going to, we don't know. Uh, what the tone will be. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it positive still. And if, you know, kind of assess what we feel like people are feeling next week and talk about some coping mechanisms, whatever the state of the world may be, maybe that'll be celebratory, whatever it is, we will talk about it more in depth next week. So we'll see. We'll see, see. You, we'll see you on the other side. Ashley <laughs> and I might be living on her parents' farm at the end of this, I
1: so. but I do feel confident that it'll be a few weeks before we get a winner anyways. So, you <laughs> know, we'll have, to- we'll have lots of weeks to think about this and talk about Jeez. this. Um, we'll talk to you about it next week guys, but um, yeah, good luck out there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Make East sure street. you voted. There were still people. I mean, it's crazy because like everybody I know is voted. It's still funny. It's still election days tomorrow. Like as this episode comes out, tomorrow's actually election day. And, and everybody I know was is- done did it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com GGE, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there is a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you. Come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix, better, sleep starts now.
1: All right, guys, we have a very special guest with us in the house studio today. She is a pop culture expert. She has worked for TMZ, The Insider, Access Live, VH1's Love & Hip Hop, and E! Live from the Red Carpet. She is currently the co-host of E!'s Nightly Pop and Dating No Filter. Please welcome to the show, Nina Parker.
2: Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. That is a long resume.
0: I know. (laughs) I was like, have I accomplished anything? I appreciate. It. I'm like, oh, I have done some things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's your book and your movie? No,
0: I'm just right, saying. right, it's coming, it's coming. Do you get stopped
2: a lot on the street like do people, because I feel like at this point, whether you're a religious watcher of a
0: show that you do, right. you, that you just know your face. Like, I feel like, do you get you a lot know, of like, where you know do I so know funny? you from? I do get recognized a lot. You know, a lot of people recognize me from my voice, which I don't think my voice is distinctive, but I will literally I be in a store and maybe I'm talking to a friend and someone will turn around and they'll know me for my voice, which I don't feel like it's especially different, but I get recognized by my voice a lot, which is so funny. And I've been recognized with my mask on. Which freaks me out because I'm like, I don't think I'm that I don't think I'm that noticeable. But i I was in the store um a couple weeks ago and I looked great. Like it's always when you look crazy. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm gonna just run in here and get like three things. My hair was like on a lopsided bun. I had like, you know, sweat stains, stains on my sweats with like coffee on it. I was like, I'm gonna just run in here. And this girl was like, Nina. Nina Parker and I was like, "Oh my god!" My you are like, "You have a mistaken as. for someone else. That's not me, bitch. Get out of here!" Like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> she said, and she said my whole government name. I was like, "Who is this, <laughs> <laughs> who is this woman?" So, create like Christian name. Yeah, oh so it is interesting. um But yeah, people people love their entertainment show. So I guess that's just comes with it.
1: You could have fooled me. You look so polished and put together. You got your fancy coffee cup. I don't oh, well, believe that you ever I filmed like that.
0: this morning. So trust and believe, if I would have done my own hair and makeup, it would have been a whole different situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love that
0: we got the fancy mug. Like if
2: I'm, I know you I'm listen, drinking I have like
0: two glass mugs. <laughs> that's it. Everything else has faded writing and missing handles. So yeah, I brought my fancy mug. I feel honored. This was a free glass from a brewery. That's my glass (laughs) here, just
2: (laughs) free.
1: (laughs) I got this recycled water bottle out of the basement.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is a good like catcher. Like I had some friends over and there was a guy and I made him cough and he was like, this is really nice. And he was asking me where I got it. So I feel like it's like kind of a man catcher. Okay, like very visual. Write that down. first tip of the interview. Yes. They, they like they like the the pretty coffee mugs. They feel like I'm you can take really care one. of them. like you can be their mom. Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> okay, well, let's, I mean, let's start there. You give amazing dating advice, critiques, all this stuff. Do you oh, want to talk I don't about...
0: Know if I give amazing... <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> all right, let's back up. Why don't you, Brandon, you give dating advice. <laughs> I don't really. I just tell people that they're acting crazy. Okay, I don't right. like this advice as a much of a talking to. I'm not that person that's going to be the one who tells you, You're acting a fool. So I don't know. You can take advice if you want to. Um, But more so, I mean, you know, with dating no filter, we're just observing. So it's not always the most healthy advice (laughs) in the world. It's more observations. (laughs) I would never call myself a dating expert. I would say I am a dating expert in observation. Well, okay. that's what you need sometimes, just someone on the
2: outside. Because yes. you, when you're in it, you don't know that you're acting crazy. You're totally. like, I'm killing it. And then you right. need those
0: people watching from... Mainly the- mainly the men too, because they always <laughs> think they're killing it. They always think they're killing it. They think they're killing it when they send you unsolicited pictures. They they think they're killing it always. They're the ones who need the reality <laughs> check the most.
1: In our... In Ashley and Mai's marriage, she is the one that's like, bitch, you're acting a fool. I sent her a text the other day. I was like, I'm going to send this to this guy. And she was like is this just for me or are you going to actually send this to a person that has,
2: yeah. Or the, was this just you brainstorming or is this complete? Are you ready right. to roll with it? Cause it needs a lot of work.
0: We're going to have to it redline this I'm yeah. the same way. I have a best friend who like I, I call her like my reality checkers. Cause I'm always like, is this crazy? Most of the time she says yes. So, <laughs> but you need that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think tons of stuff is a good idea. And then even a week later, I read it and I'm like, maybe I
0: should have waited an hour. Totally. I'm, and I'm a very impulse sender as well. Like when I'm texting and things, I'm impulse. And then I'm like, oh, I should have waited. Okay, I'm a hothead sometimes. So I'll just be like, I'm going to just say what i got to say. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later I'm like, oh, I should have done that.
2: Well, you're ag- You're like on drugs, well, you're heated, or like, yes, like it's your brain your isn't even, is not even crazy. Yeah, it's just nuts. It's not even the same person. But we sorry, we jumped in like a little too heavy. But we want to back up and talk about you and kind of your career. I mean, uh, what well, we're going to get into all the dating stuff, and we have our listeners submitted some stuff on from oh, their nice. dating app profiles. Some, okay, we asked them. We'll get to it. But are you proud, or are you? Is this a cry for help? And so we'll read some of those for for you. Oh, I love it. Um, but you have obviously such an impressive resume and. I don't know. I read some articles on you. I'm super familiar with your work. You seem like you have a little bit of like a starter from the bottom story. Like uh where did you work at you were like working in a call center, right?
0: Yeah. Um...
2: Like how did you get I mean, you know, it's a, it's a long road. You don't need to tell us your whole life story, but like I think it's super inspiring like how did you
0: get to where you um, God I? and a blessing and a prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was, it's crazy because I I did go to school for broadcasting, so I did go to oh, school okay. for broadcasting. I did get my start at a local NBC in San Francisco. Uh, shout out to Chrom Four, but um, I kind of dropped everything to move to New York to kind of pursue my dreams in broadcasting, and uh, didn't really know what I was doing, and kind of came back to California with my tail in between my legs because. I really didn't put in the work that I probably should have. I was in my early 20s and really arrogant and just thought like... And I did really have the skill. I just think that I didn't have the experience, nor did I have like the the wherewithal to hustle the way that I probably should have hustled. Um, what kind of helped groom me to get that hustle was getting a regular job. And when I say regular, I just mean out of my career. Like It wasn't what I went to school for. It was just kind of like, this is a 9 to 5 that I'm going to do. So I started that at a call center and it was only supposed to be a year and it ended up being like four years and I was just extremely miserable. And, um, you know, my mom was just like, you know, you don't need to keep doing this. Like you could just leave, you could quit. Like, and I did. So we came to LA one weekend and I found a place to live and I just started hustling the way I didn't before. Mm -hmm. And, um, ended up landing a job at TMZ. as like super bottom, like um at that at that point i was in my late 20s and i was just like i don't know if this is going to happen because in your 20s you're so judgmental <laughs> about You think you're supposed to be somewhere and you're just like, it's, there's no roadmap. Like late twenties is really young, but a lot of times we're conditioned to think, especially as women, like by the time we're in our late twenties, we have to be married. We have to be, you know, ready for the kid and our career has to be solidified. So I was really beating myself up and I was only 27 and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I just started hustling and found a like a little place to live and just started working and ended up landing a job, um, as a PA at TMZ. And that's really kind of how my career started. I wasn't even trying to be on air, but they just heard me being crazy in the background (laughs) and talking and talking shit about whatever. And they were like, well, we have this show that we're doing. We want you to be on the pilot. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And they basically forced me to do it. And it just kind of kickstarted my career in TV. Oh wow! So you wow. were forced onto the screen. <laughs> I, you, I wanted to be at one point, and when I moved to LA, it was like every girl, like you, you live in LA, and you turn on the local weather, and the weather girls looked like Playboy bunnies, like right. they looked, and you're just like, this is just the local station, <laughs> just like this, this uh, is so this local is just affiliate, like LA Riverside, like what is going on? <laughs> with like, why do they look like this? Because you know, I'm from the Bay, and they look like you know your auntie, yeah. Um, but in LA, it was like a whole different ballgame. So I was like, this is not, I'm I'm a plus size woman. You know, I was like, this is not the world I even wanted to be in. I was like, this is too much. But the one thing that I did like was that, you know, the show that I was on was more alternative. It was more real. It wasn't like glitz and glamour. And that allowed me to really shine because that's not really what they were looking for. So when they say there's a lane for everybody, there really is. And it just allowed me to really just be myself look the way I look and people really resonated with that. And I think that's really at that time is when the trajectory of everything in entertainment started to change where people Mm -hmm. started to look for more substance as opposed to like, just read what's on the prompter in your pretty dress.
2: Right. Uh I love that. That, I just love everything you said. I also love this. Like, I feel like at 27, I could barely pay my rent. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like in the going in the right direction, sort of, but you look around and your, your friends, like my friends from college had, 401ks and homes and I was just like is this am I late am I running late
0: on on life it's (laughs) just like and you know there are people I have a friend of mine who's just finishing law school and she did she was in her 40s you know, and she just decided that that she wanted to be a lawyer one day and started a whole new career. And I, so I don't think that there, I mean, our life, God willing, is going to be long. And, you know, you can have multiple careers over a span of a lifetime if you, if that's what you so choose to do. And there's really no one who can tell you what you need to be doing at what age. Um, especially because there are certain people given resources that we don't always have. So I just, you know, to my ladies, especially I'm like, do not if your only deterring factor is like, I'm too old or, you know, I should be here right now, then that's that's not a, an excuse because you can people are out here getting it at any age.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that just because you look around and you see people, I guess we'll keep using the age 27, you know, people that are 27 <laughs> that have a house, that have a husband, that have a kid, that seem right. to figure it out financially or career-wise, that doesn't mean that all that stuff can't go away tomorrow, you a know, people percent. start over all the time. And yeah, I'm the same as Ashley. I didn't really like hit my stride until my late 20s and I... I think that it's weird to look around and be like, well, that one person has something. It's like, who cares?
0: And it's, you know, it's the Instagram culture too, you know, of like, everybody has to be perfect. And that's why, you know, when we, before we started this interview, I was like, I'm pretty much an open book. I'm pretty transparent just because I feel like there's just such a lack of that, especially in entertainment. Like, I feel like there is this need to be perfect. And I honestly think that's one of the reasons why, and as much as like people talk shit about the Kardashians, I think that's why they have so much longevity is because they show everything, whether it's being cheated on, whether, you know, it's, it's losing an endorsement deal whether it's you know a, a divorce whatever i feel like you know even though people like to hate watch it it's still like you, when you it's so often we've been conditioned on tv there's only a certain type of lifestyle mm-hmm. so i think people resonate with just seeing like flaws these days
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, f- do you feel like, you know, you look and you could just be like, absolutely not, fuck no. But do you feel like you looked around at those other girls on those news stations that were like Playboy bunnies and it made you not apply
0: for certain jobs? Or I've were never you, like... not applied. I've okay. never. So I've always just had this feeling of just like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like it's been, even when I was working in the call center, I would be telling like my, the, my, the person, in, like the cubicle next to me is this guy. And I, I would say like, Um, you know, they had like the computers there were locked. So you couldn't see anything on the internet, but we could get CNN. So I would be on CNN entertainment all the time Mm -hmm. because it was the only thing we could get on the computer. And I would be reading stuff and I would be telling him like, I'm going to be reporting on this stuff one day. I got my degree in this. And he'll be like, girl, whatever. Like he would tell me all the time, like, yeah, right. Like you've been here for two years. Like (laughs) and he would, you know, but it, it helped fuel me. Uh-huh. Because even then I was like, I know I'm supposed to be doing something else. I'm not doing it right now. But when I go to bed, when I wake up, I'm always thinking about this thing. I'm, I'm going to make this happen. It just was more of a matter of when I was ready to really have that real confidence in myself. Uh-huh. But it's I've, if anything I've ever wanted, I've applied for, even if I didn't get it, because I was just like, somebody going to say Yes. <laughs> Like I, I just knew someone was. I was like, somebody is gonna see me for me. It's not this facade. Like somebody's gonna see it and they're gonna want it, and it's just a matter of a, a matter of time. Like I just always believe that.
2: I think it's like so important that you look into a field where you're on TV or you're on whatever you're on and you were like nobody really looks like me how whatever right. that may be and that's exactly why I should be doing this. You know what exactly. I mean? Like that's, and there's a, there's sometimes. a hole here.
0: <laughs> it's rough when you're one of the first, you know what I mean? Because there were older black women who were doing television broadcasting, you know, somebody like Oprah, but there weren't me, <laughs> right. you know, like a lot of young, thick black women, you know, that were doing like entertainment reporting. Entertainment reporting to me was always reserved for the double zero women, Julian, you know, yeah. the, and no the, the shade, but movie like stars. That kinda, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, but also I never felt like I was getting like the real from anybody. I was, everything was perfect. Hollywood was perfect. They were perfect. Everybody looked perfect, perched perfect. And I was like, why is nobody talking about how much Spanx hurt? Why is nobody talking <laughs> about what they eat after the award show? Like, where are these conversations? Because that's what I talk about with my girlfriends, you know? And so I just yeah. decided that if I was going to do this, I was going to do it in a way where I felt like real women could relate to me.
1: You're so right. It's like, you know, why do these conversations have to be so milk toast all the time? Right.
2: Right. Well, like, and that's why nobody, people like go crazy for Jennifer Lawrence when she says like one thing or, you know, like anybody on the red carpet, like that is kind of in that box when they say something crazy, Like they just said what they did that day. They just right. admitted that they had a slice of pizza and the whole world is like, oh my right. God, they're so
0: real. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> also just representation <laughs> as well. Because sometimes when you're at these award shows, for me as a black woman, there are people who are, who've been famous. Like for me, Taraji P. Henson before empire you know before all of that i knew her from baby boy mm-hmm. you know what i mean when oh, she yeah, was in right uh-huh. movie. but there were a lot of people who didn't know about her Sweet so to be in an award show a few years ago and nobody would stop and talk to someone like her to me she's a list to me mm-hmm. that's like this is an a list but even five ten years ago when people were like who's that she was a list to me and uh-huh. to people in my community, and so to be able to be on that carpet or or show and say this is important to include was a really big deal too. Because it wasn't always that it was intentional omissions. Sometimes people really just genuinely didn't know and help educate that as well. So the next time, even if I'm not there, you guys are going to know who this is. So she can be represented for other people too.
2: That's yeah, it's so
0: important. Um, I forgot about it.
2: Baby Boy. That is a I know a me deal. too. I, <laughs> I saw, I saw I, him. I, the baby thing.
0: Boy. Baby Boy. <laughs> In the conversation. No, I saw Look. it in the
2: theater. I want to be clear. I remember seeing it in the theater, but like big Tyrese fan. <laughs> it's a <good> movie. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> um, okay, but we want to move on and talk about dating no filter, which Nina you star on the show. And just so you guys know, for watching dating no filter season two is coming back Wednesday, November eighteenth on E at ten p.m. Eastern time. So we just got to plug it. But yeah, I mean, right we we can't get enough of the show.
1: Basically, you watch people on dates and then you just do the commentary, roasting them, which is big. That's mine and Ashley's dream. Um, and we want you to, we'll, we'll talk about like what people are doing right on dates, wrong on dates, things that you see that you're like, no, don't stop. Please stop this. Um, so we'd love your expertise in that. But if you want to just talk about the show for people that have never seen it.
0: Yeah. So basically Dating No Filter is, and this was all done pre-COVID. So it's going into, I guess this would be the third season um, of it. So <clears throat> when we filmed it, they, they kind of like the, the, they first film all of the dates. So all of the dates get filmed. I think it's probably like 20 different dates and then they build a set and then you come on and it's six comedians, two to a couch. We sit on these couches and we, it, you know, we watch our reactions to the dating. So it's almost like you're kind of chilling at home and, you know, just as if you guys were at home, what you would be screaming at the TV. That's what we do. It's supposed to be six comedians. It's really five because I'm not a comedian, but (laughs) they put me on the show anyway.
1: (laughs) You're funny. You're a comedian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: I'm comedian, I'm comedian adjacent, you know? And so they put me on the show, um, with another comedian. My, my, my couch mate is Kara she's really funny. And we just kind of watch these dates and, and, Talk about it. People seem to love it. It's something that's, you know, you can really binge. Um, You can catch the older episodes on On Demand if you kind of want to catch up. But yeah, it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's not centered around celebrities. It's just regular people trying to, you know, find love.
2: And then they are like, it's blind,
0: right? It's a blind first date. Okay. Yes. It's a blind date. Okay. Some of them go left. A lot of them can go left. There are some love connections, but you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of rare this day with social media for things to be blind. And so they can't stalk the person's social medias before go creeping and try to find like you you meet for the first time on the date and we, and we see it
2: do you it think it's bad. pretty rare that these days i mean i was doing i have my one of my guy friends run a background check most of the time and then like yeah, because he is like
0: he has some sort of program and i'm actually like, hey, the you... one doing the background checks my girls are like girl can you find him find out his situation <laughs> like i'm that person
1: i know the whole time i'm on a date i'm like please don't bring up a thing that you're not supposed to know please don't bring up a right. thing that you should not have from 2016 um <laughs> so you see people do this are you picking the locations they go on their first date
0: I am not. No, I think production does. Um, So they pick, you know, usually what it is, is they meet, they have an activity first. So they'll do zip lining or they'll do painting or something like that. They'll have an activity. And then from the, after the activity, they go out to eat. Zip lining is like too much for me for a first I'm not trying to be in a harness. If I'm in a harness, something has gone wrong. Person, or right, one person later will pick at night. the activity, and then the other person will pick like the dinner. So sometimes the person picking the activity is like, "We're gonna go, you know, build a house on the beach." And the other person's like, "What?" Like, so that's how you see some of the conflict because they're like, oh, "This is not my thing." Like, you know, they shut down. So that's yeah. part of the fun of the show, too.
2: Yeah, I don't want to build a house on a first date. <laughs> I want to do. Yeah, I don't want to do that much manual labor on a first date.
0: <laughs> okay, so.
1: I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but it looks really luxury. Uh, so as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles. But the prices is are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and it just passes the savings directly onto you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop. Whether you're shopping for kids, you're a significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's quinc dot G-G-E for free shipping and 365 day returns.
2: Yeah. So do you feel like there's there are common themes and not necessarily activities because I mean again, this is a show and it's been produced and not everybody has that luxury to be like, let me pick our zip lining and then you pick a restaurant. Like, I mean, most people these days are going out for a first date to drinks, coffee, you know, whatever maybe. Um, but in terms of like conversation, like what do you do you see stuff across the board that goes very
0: wrong or goes right? You know, the, the one thing that I've been seeing on dates is usually like asking the person's opinion of you too soon. I'll, we'll be watching these dates and they'll say they did the activity and then they go to dinner and right when they sit down to dinner Somebody will be like, so what do you think of me? What did you think when you first met me? And i'm like Boo-boo, They are still just first meeting you like you've only known each other an hour or two like this is still part of it so you asking this question makes you kind of weird. So I just you know, like The first impression ask which really is just a little narcissistic because you just kind of really are asking them If they think you're if they think you're attractive that's uh-huh. really what you want to know. Um, right. So, I think any types of questions that it looks like you're fishing or trying mm-hmm. to get some type of security from that person that you don't know, I, that's a turn off for me. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, whatever they think should matter. Like, your confidence should not be coming from someone else. That got to come from you.
1: Right. Absolutely. I've yeah, known people for years and never like, asked, What do you yeah, think
0: about me? I can give a damn what your first impression is of me. <laughs> right. That's to, uh, I, th- th- that's on you that's you know who knows what you're projecting that day if you're in a good mood a bad mood you know what I mean like I I can't control that I don't care (laughs) (laughs) truly do not. That's so true. <laughs> also it can change.
2: Like, I don't know. I've like fallen in love with guys at the first time I met him. I was like, oh, no, never. I would never.
0: And a then I was like, they changes. break you down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, that's just not even a question I feel like you should be asking. Maybe once you've been in a relationship and you guys are having a fun night out, you could ask each other that or you yeah. could say, you know, when I first met you, this is how I feel. But brand new, I feel like I don't even know someone at six months. Like, it takes right. time.
1: I like that also. You kind of like, there's some moments sometimes where I'm on a date and I'll sort of catalog it and say to myself, like, if we're still together in a few months, I'll tell them this thing. Yes. That like I thought of, like the t- first time we met. And I, I think that's like a
0: special thing to just save it. Absolutely. You know? But you save it. You know, tell your girl, tell, you know, tell your friend. Like, oh, this is, there are some things I think that should be reserved to geek out with with your friends that this person doesn't necessarily need to hear very early on. Um, you know, and cause things can always be misconstrued. So I, I'm a big play close to your chest type of person in general, though. Like I'm generally more like, you know, I I don't give everything on when I'm dating. Like I don't give it all at once. Like I don't tell you everything at once. Like, and I don't expect everything. I just feel like I'm, I'm more of a gradual get to know her as opposed to what's your favorite color. What do you like? Like, that's just not, I don't feel like that's how you really get to know somebody
2: we talked about this too, like there's a, there's a time to exit and like leave on a good note and don't drink too much. Cause that's when you start saying all that crazy right. stuff. Like that's when you're like, when I ever saw you, I,
0: and then it's just like, right. And sometimes it works. Like, I feel like, you know, we all know what a vibe is. We all mm-hmm. know what it feels like when you're vibing with someone. And so I feel like if it calls for it and you guys are drinking and you're vibing and, yeah. you know, cause I don't really believe in, I feel like your pace is Something the two of you decide. So, you know, you can meet somebody and get married next weekend. If that's your pace that you both have agreed upon, that's not too fast for me. Like, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I couldn't do it. But, like, I don't judge anybody else's progress because I feel like connections are the the individual's own thing.
1: Mm -hmm. I I like this thing that you were saying about, like, not... You didn't use this term, but not interviewing a person, not saying like what's your favorite color and what's your favorite thing to eat. And Ashley and I have talked about um, some interactions on the show before that we've had with guys where like we spent hours with somebody and we never ask those questions. And it's nice to just enjoy somebody's vibe. And you still are sort of playing it close to the chest because you're not offering all this information about yourself. And you know I have struggled with that, with like you know giving it all up. Like I wish I was a little more private, and I I do have to think about that. But I think keeping it a little lighter in the beginning is a good way to do that.
0: And so you're not. Getting all these like hard and it's hard you talk for a living like you have you know so mm-hmm. it's like it's it's natural for you to just talk about things and give opinions and I think it's natural but I also like kind of like the exploration of like another person like I'm a really big observer when it comes especially like with men like I I just believe a lot of times they show you better than they can tell you so I'm very big on actions movement body language what they're doing to their phone how they sit the phone up down like you know that kind of stuff I pay attention to um, to me knowing what your favorite color is does not mean that they're a good person and won't cheat on you so I need to 100%. you know I need a conversation I could give a damn about favorite colors and where they went to school
1: who cares um, you could have this whole list of somebody yes. I, I dated somebody like that for quite a while and I, re- I remember feeling like I feel like I'm this person's secretary like I know this list of things that they do all day long totally. and I know where they went to college and what their mom does for a living but
0: like I don't Really know this person on a deep right. level. Who, who cares if you know right. that stuff? And the only time you really can, and of course it's COVID, so it's harder, but it's to like interact with them, be out, like see how mm-hmm. they treat the waitress. Like that yes. kind of stuff is is really important. You know what I mean? So I feel like it just something like that is just it just takes time. And you know, I'm still learning because I just got out of a seven-year relationship. <gasps> Like oh it, and it's, it's been like a year single. So it's just been like a whole new experience for me. Cause so much has changed since I was dating before. So it's like a whole new crazy ass world that I'm, I'm in with everybody else. When I, when I filmed the show, I think I was still in a relationship. Can
2: we, we don't need to like get, get into like the deep heavy stuff of you, your breakup, but I'd love to talk about if you're open to it, like, how do you get it back out there after being with somebody for
0: seven years? I think it depends on the breakup. You know, I think if you were like cheated on and it was like this really devastating break, I think all that breakups can be devastating if you love the person. So I think it's a couple of things. If it was a devastating breakup or like, say you woke up on Monday, you found out he was cheating Tuesday and Wednesday you were single. That's a, that's really difficult breakup because it's like you didn't see it coming, and so you're just kind of like your life got ripped, and you didn't know about it. With my situation, it was more, and um, I was unhappy for a while, and I just kind of I hadn't really told the truth to myself that it was over. But once I realized I wanted it to be over, it's not that I it did not that I didn't hurt me because obviously when you that was my friend, but the, I knew that there was not going to be any type of future with that. Like, you know, as a woman, we kind of come to these resolutions on our own. When we tell a man what we want, what we need over and over and over again, and we don't get these needs met, we start to emotionally disconnect and we start to imagine our lives with someone else or not with that person. So when the actual breakup comes, we've kind of already made our decision, like, I'm out. Like, this is, I've, I've tried, because we'll work it out. We will, we'll do whatever we can to try to make it work, try to express it, have a conversation. Once we see it's a dead end, I think we start to emotionally pull away, disconnect. And I, you know, there's that saying that women break up with men like six months before the actual breakup. So when the breakup happens, you're very certain. And so for me, that's kind of what it was. Like, I tried everything to make it work. And then for me, I kind of made the break. And so when I wrote, I was sad that it was an end to a chapter, but I was really kind of excited to, to begin my life because I had just only known this person for so long. So I just did a lot of, you know, I did a lot of soul searching and then COVID happened. And so it really oh, forced right. me to Jeez, like yeah. sit. I know it was a lot going on, <laughs> but it really forced me to like sit with myself, my my accountability. I think the big thing is, taking the focus off of them and putting it on you. Cause so many times in breakups, we always say, well, he was no good, or he was selfish, or he did this to me. He, he, and I'm like, "But well, what about you though? Like, what did you do to enable this? What did you do to, can you be accountable for the things that you contributed to the relationship and then be accountable for your own healing and not focusing on what they're doing? Cause now they're gone. So whatever they did is done. But what can you do to mm-hmm. accept what happened and move forward from it? so that you're not the same person in your next relationship because you don't want to be back here again. And so I think for me, every time I started to think of and blame him for the demise of the relationship, I use that energy this time because we had broken up before. But this time I use that energy to work on me and think about me. I really didn't think about him at all because I was, every time I, my brain went that way, I was like, let me bring this back to me because I'm tired of I'm not investing any more energy into somebody who's not in my life.
1: Sure. And we've said you can ask yourself a million questions about why somebody did a thing, left you, didn't behave a certain way, but it doesn't matter once they're gone, like what's the difference? Are you um you feel free to not answer this? Are you in therapy? Because that was an incredibly therapeutic (laughs) response. I know. I was like, I didn't know we were gonna go down down that road. I believe
0: in therapy, you know, (laughs) in the black community sometimes it's shunned upon it's like you just need to go to church. I believe in church and therapy. Uh, you can't throw some things away, but I think there's, there's to me, like I'm a venter, like by nature, Mm -hmm. I am, I get over things by venting. Um, and so I did not want to always burden my friends with needing to vent you know, when I first started therapy, I was going twice a week and it was extremely helpful and it helped ease the burden on my friends. So they didn't have to hear me complaining all the time. And it helped me realize what was normal. Cause there were certain behaviors that I was like, uh-huh. maybe I'm wrong for feeling like this. Maybe I shouldn't feel like this. I would beat myself up for having human emotions. And my therapist would just be like, girl, you're not crazy. This is normal. And I could still feel my feeling and not feel guilty on top of it. Because I think a lot of times we have emotions and then we beat ourselves up like, Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I cried over this person or I can't believe I'm, feel, I'm missing someone that I broke up with or we, break, we really judge ourselves. And she was like, girl, you're fine. This is how you're supposed to be. This is how, it's, this is what's normal. She was like, if you weren't doing this, I'd be worried. So then that really empowered me to feel my feelings, which I think men avoid. So uh-huh. that's why I feel like your ex has always come back seven months later because they are just now finally dealing with something that they've been putting on a shelf Months after months, but I feel like women, we just kind of dive in and start dealing with the pain, crying to our girlfriends, watching the movies, eating the bonbons on the couch and dealing with it as opposed to like putting our feelings on the show.
2: Absolutely. It's it's proven. It's like women just they start right away. They start right. like day day one after the breakup, like let's heal, let's get let's get let's get it out first. I made like, my therapy call quick, out. girl. Yeah. I was like,
0: let me call her and, <laughs> and see what's up. And for for a couple months I went twice a week. And now it's to the point where I only do it like once a month, just kind of like a check in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like I'm probably mentally in the best place I've ever been. Um I'm in my forties now, so what? you know i Oh, I was <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, Girls. fuck you okay <laughs> fuck you for looking like that well girl you know this black don't crack honey it's something
2: look like this time 82 um you could you could she could be like i'm 82 i'd be like all right i believe it like you could just you could be 20 or 80 you look it's, amazing you know it's,
0: I'm, i will say i, I, I the the 20 year olds still crawl into them dms so it's, you, know, <laughs> you should fuck the 20 year olds no get up in there I, uh, I, have, I, kid, I kid you not like it's so funny men in their 20s have been hitting on me more than men my age for like the last few months it's been oh i've been like what are you doing here like get out of here they they really 20 men are on it it's crazy I I, that it's
2: like ever I cannot get away from these 26, 27 year olds. That's just like all who hit on me, all who wants to date me. I'm like, fine. I just like leaned into it.
0: Right. And maybe because I don't want them. I don't know if it's like (laughs) you know, I'm like, I don't I like a salt and pepper man. Like I like that. (laughs) That's sexy. But all begin these little young whippers TikTokers and shit. I'm like, (laughs) what are you doing here? (laughs) There's an age limit. I need you to go.
2: I don't know. I I would recommend it. Ashley and I like to fuck younger guys. Those, I do catch myself sometimes on TikTok. They'll do a TikTok and I'm like, damn, this guy's hot. And then the end is like, and I'm 16. I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to bed. I can't.
0: It's so weird. I, you know what I think it is? Like I said, i I've come into age. this really big place of just peace and just confidence and just... And I think that's... Maybe that's what's attracting them. I have no idea. I just... Yeah. Also, I'm not pressed. Like, I, you know, I'm single, but I'm just not pressed. I'm dating, but I'm not in a in a rush to be in a relationship i'm just kind of like go with the flow but i I'm, I'm very clear in what i want and so i don't know if that just attracts men or attracts confident men or what but it's been insane it's just been like i've just not had a problem meeting men at all even though it's been quarantine okay go off <laughs> <laughs> you know i think when you're moving in a place as a woman where you're trying to be the best version of yourself you attract like good things to you mhm It's nothing like a a woman who knows what she wants to do, knows what she wants. And even if she doesn't have it, she's making those moves to get it. I feel like people, you know, feel that energy off of you when you're walking around.
2: Those cocky little TikTokers feel that energy. Girl, listen, (laughs) they trying to get you in these little dances, honey. (laughs) If I if I log on to TikTok and it's just Dina and
0: like ten like right. tw- twenty year olds you see the TikTok house, girl. Call him, call for help, <laughs> please call for help because I've lost it. Wait, is it? I want to go there. there. Hype, I want to go to the TikTok Hype house Yes, I want to go to the TikTok house or maybe we start lie, our own I did, house. I, I did have people. like a little fling with like a guy in his twenties, and it here we was, go. Let's talk. It about was it. fun. It was fun, but he was just so young. I was just like, I mm. can't like. I wanted to like counsel him. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. just like, so what are you gonna do with like, you know, it was just like I can't, I gotta get out of this mode. He wrote can't his do resume this. and
1: cover letter for him. Yeah. Maybe are that's we what talking he 21 or are we talking 29? Like how oh, like 20?
2: Seven.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but that's okay. young to me.
2: That's, every every 26-year-old I fucked, which is a, a number of them, could fuck. It's weird. I don't know. They, they are they're, they're learning. Well. They have yeah. stamina. But they and know? they're like learning like I don't know. Like, I mean, they probably were brought
0: up on a little too much porn, but like they, they know what to do. Like, And I, they love, a, they love like a comp. There's, I will say like, I was very, uh, in my twenties, I was still, I wasn't like leading with like my sexual mm-hmm. prowess. You know what I mean? I was, I knew I had it, but I was scared that it would look a certain way. My age now, I could give a shit what it looks like to a man. I could care less how, what I present to you, how it looks to you. Like, mm-hmm. does he think I'm this? Oh my gosh, I'm afraid he's going to think I'm too pushy. I'm too loud. I'm, my thing now is like kind of get with it or get lost. Like this is who I am. Sometimes I'm a little loud. Sometimes I got a foul mouth. This is like who I am to the world. You're more than welcome to pass. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna not, be here how, regardless yeah. and I'm gonna be thriving regardless. So <laughs> that's on you.
2: Well, I'd love to like kind of tie this back into like the stuff you see on the on Dating No Filter because I feel like probably a large issue that a lot of women and men run into is that feeling of insecurity that kind yes. of takes takes over, right? Yeah. Like whether it's your body language or the questions you're asking and things totally. like that. I mean, I not I don't that kind of comes from within. I don't know if there's any advice to I really would, give I there, but know. I just I think
0: that it, it, to be insecure with a new person, especially like if it's someone that you find like a lot of them they come and there's always one that might be a little hotter or you know what I mean? So I think, you know, it may not be the guy or the girl or, or the other person, but you they, I feel like it's it's natural to be have a little bit of hesitation, especially if you're like, "Oh my gosh, this guy is so hot like he's got you know six pack abs and I got a little fupa like is he gonna like that like mm-hmm. you know I think it's, it's natural to be like that but I think ultimately like there's nothing you can do uh, to like make someone like you. They're going to like you or they're not. Like I think when you get caught up in this pattern of like trying to be attractive to them or trying to say things that please them, it falls flat and we've seen it on the show mm-hmm. where, you know, someone kind of starts to adjust their behavior after they start drinking to look sexy or do things and the guy is like What's happening? Like she was so cool at the activity Uh and at dinner, she started doing all of this dancing. And he was like, it just got weird. I think most of the times people can see when you're not being sincere. So I feel like Mm -hmm. if you awkward own your awkward, like Mm -hmm. if you, if you loud on it, like, I, I feel like we can't really hide who we are for long
1: you think people try to lean into this persona of like cool fun girl and yeah. they're like dancing which if that's you then go off that's not right. me that would be totally
0: inauthentic for me, me to be like girl. up and dancing and being this like quirky girl on a date that's not me like I'm I not like can even that. imagine going on a date and just start randomly dancing like I would <laughs> laugh at myself like what girl if you don't sit down like <laughs> I, I am the most rhythmless black person you know like I'm like this is not my friends would be like bitch stop it um, but and in my mind sometimes I Hear my friends on my date. So I'm just like, okay, like I'm being a little extra, you know, because I think it's natural. But it's just so funny because you see kind of people put on the bravada and it does make the show super entertaining, but also see everybody's insecure at some point. You see these people who are tens acting insecure and you're like, you know what? We all have the same thing, you know? And so it kind of helps evil level the playing field a little bit.
2: I, I just I love that you brought up this example of like he's got a six pack and I have this like little fupa like that will like run on a loop in your head if you don't stop, if you don't like stop it you know what Holy. I mean and probably vice versa maybe a guy's like oh she's super fit and I got this dad bod but don't get me started on like double standards but I just think that's like the self talk and the like the working on yourself because those totally. thoughts will just like run on a loop and then you're just like this really insecure like not great version of yourself and then and that he, then say, he doesn't like you because
0: the fupa he doesn't like
2: you because your right. personality.
0: <laughs> you, I just want to say to my ladies, you'll be surprised how many men love fupa, honey. Um, yeah. <laughs> I you know because I had been in a relationship, you know, but when I came out that day, my DMs was li- lit the fuck up. Okay. They were like, boom, 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 boom. Like <laughs> it, it was, it was not, I was just like, oh, cause you know, I was like, I'm gonna get out of this relationship. I'm gonna lose this weight. I'm gonna do, you know, and then quarantine happened and I was like, well, that ain't gonna happen. And it, I will tell you right now. And, you know, being a plus size woman, I think people think like sometimes if you're plus size, the man you date is going to be a bigger guy or whatever. Every man that has hit on me, I'm not kidding. Every man that has hit on me since I've been out of my relationship has had like amazing bodies. Like the kind where you're like, he is doing too much. Like almost like annoying. Like this is like... like, Why
1: do you look like that?
0: Like, are you serious yeah. and they have all loved a curvy woman. So I, you know, I, if I would have known then what I know now, I wouldn't have been killing myself when I, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, I mean, and, and you do it for yourself, but I'm just saying, don't do it because you think it'll attract them. Cause I, right. just, like, you just never know what somebody's type is. And some people don't have a type. They just like what they like yeah well, it
1: sounds like you show up as this very confident authentic version of yourself and that's what they like and I think that everybody has a prescribed vision of what they want yes. their partner to look like I do but like I've met people that I would never like swipe yes on on like a dating app and I've met them in person and found them so sexy because like I just
0: love how they show up totally you know? and so, it's so there are certain yeah. things that are just so sexy like confidence you know I really like an alpha male I really like men who are let me know because I'm one of those girls that I'm because I'm very friendly with people. So when people are friendly, I don't, I don't take that as flirtation. Uh-huh. My friends say I'm very, the my one like thing that I'm, I'm very oblivious. So they they think I'm oblivious to men that like me because I'm like, oh, girl, he changed he my being tire funny. and <laughs> drove me home because he's nice. And they're like, oh, <laughs> girl, he likes you. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. And they're like, he just proposed. Like, I'm just very, <laughs> yeah. I'm very oblivious. A guy really has to say, girl, I like you. I want to spend time with you because otherwise I'm just like he's friendly he's just my friend so I have a lot of that where if the guy right. is so I need a man who's very clear on his intention because if not I friends on them because I just think they're being nice that
2: yeah and that, like rain and I talk about this a lot between each other like these missed connections or like your the miscommunication is off like like I think we've all been in those situations where you like you liked somebody or they liked you or whatever it was and it never worked out. And then somewhere down the road, it was like, I liked you. And you're like, I liked right. you too. And then you're right. like, well, how
0: did we, what what went wrong here? So sometimes For I just sure. think whether I it's a big believer on clear intentions. Yeah. And I will say like, sometimes I do feel that like traditional role where I feel like, if I'm showing up, if I'm putting on this makeup, if I'm here, mm-hmm. I don't need you to step up, sir. And just, you know, be <laughs> you're like, look, girl, I'm feeling you because if not, I'm just going to, it's friend zone and I'm on to the next, like, I need to know what's going on because I just don't have time to play play. So I need to know what's going yeah. on and I need you to be clear with your intentions. And I'm going to try to be as clear as I can with mine. But, you know, sometimes you want to know, like you're on the same page and you don't always want to assume like everybody wants you. So you just want to kind of like be clear with these hints, sir.
1: Uh huh. And I, I think that yeah, her and I had this long conversation last week about this. And I think it's scary to be vulnerable, and I think it's yeah. scary to say to somebody, "I'm feeling you, I like you, like I really like you." But you know, if you don't put yourself out there, then you might miss these people. And I like yelled at this guy last week in a cute way. I was like, "I like you." Yeah, like that's so. Because he said, like, he said, "I just think that you're." I thought that you were just like a flirty person, and yeah. I was like, "Why would I have spent all this time talking to you, hanging out with you?" And he was like, "I just thought." you know, you host this dating podcast, you're a flirt. And I was like, I like you, you know, and it's scary to say that to people. It is. You just got to hope that they feel it back. But, you know, I feel like the worst case scenario is to never say it and never right. know and
0: miss these opportunities. And that's super disappointing too. Shoot your shot. I'm, I'm a big advocate of, especially mm-hmm. I feel like because 2020 has been such a, a mess, like, you know w- yeah. w- what's the what? worst that can happen? You still on your couch, Netflixing and chilling. <laughs> right. Like you 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 gonna be there regardless. So I mean, it's not. You know, you might as well say something. You might as well shoot your shot. Um. You know, I recently sh- shot my shot at some th- somebody and it worked out. Oh. Um. And so That's you know, he was like my birthday day. I just had a birthday last week. So oh, happy birthday! birthday. Believe it. You and you know, it was a guy I had met pre quarantine and. We met and we connected. He doesn't live in this country. And so he was supposed to be moving Perfect. here and he left. <laughs> I know it's a like, girl. My life is crazy. My best friend made this joke the other day because she was like, You have the most random stuff happening to you. If I didn't know you, I think you were a liar. Like it's just because <laughs> I, I don't know if I attract crazy craziness, but it's just the most random things happen to me. And so I had met this guy at an Oscar party and we connected. We kind of had a vibe. And we were supposed to link in like two weeks and then quarantine happens and he couldn't come back and it was all this stuff. And so my birthday was coming up and initially I was going to go to Mexico. He lives in Mexico. And so I just was, we had lost contact over quarantine and I was like, maybe I should just hit him and tell him I'll be in Mexico. And then I decided to cancel the trip, but I still text him. And he was like, that's so crazy because I'm going to be in LA that um, you know, next week we should do lunch, and we ended up having lunch. And then he was like, well, "What are you going to do for your birthday?" And I was like, "And my birthday at the time was c- coming in like two weeks." And I was like, "Oh, I think I'm just going to have you know a couple friends over." Da, da, da. And jokingly, I was like, "Oh, you should come." And and he was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "Let me make this wax appointment." Then be- he, and <laughs> he came, so he came and. <laughs> Did
1: you and, know that the lunch was a day date? Like, did you know that was lunch a date or did you think it might be platonic? I wasn't sure.
0: Okay. But I thought, okay, he made the offer to meet up. And this is the, the obliviousness that comes in. Cause I was like, uh-huh. well, he said he wanted to meet and he offered to meet. Cause at the time I didn't even know he was coming to LA. And then we ended up spending like three hours at the lunch. So I was like, I think okay. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that's a and then he was like, yeah, I'll come back for your birthday. And so then I felt like, okay, okay, hey, this is more than just like a platonic thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and somebody so asked like me to go morning. to lunch.
1: I'm like, do you, are you into me or is this just like a business right. thing? So that's
0: and why I, I asked. I, that's what I was, especially because LA is hard because people connect here a lot and network. Yep. You never and, know if it's you know, just like you want to pick, pick my brain. Totally. So you're like, is this, a, is this a date or do you just, is this like potential networking situation? But we didn't talk about work at all. So, is it uh, you guys kind of dating? Was it like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we're dating now. So, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 light though, because he doesn't live here, you know, oh, right, so far right? Right, 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 right. He doesn't live in the US, um, but he's a dual citizen. So, right now, he's this choosing is to this stay everything in is great.
2: What better place it could go back and forth between California and Mexico?
0: Sounds like a right. okay. he has invited me to Mexico and and he's like planning a little trip. And so, I feel like, yeah, I get that it's still light, you know, it's very, yeah. Light. We'll just see what happens. I mean, it's COVID. An election is coming, so I might be having to move down there and live with him, child. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I just love that you said that.
2: Though it is what better time to shoot your shot? Like it's shoot your shot twenty twenty. I mean, what is? Who cares? Um, Oh my god, I've got to have so many questions to ask. First of all, just this is an easy one. Do you get? because you're so friendly and bubbly, do you run into this a lot where guys don't know how you feel because they think you're like that with everybody? Do you find yourself kind of like what Raina said, having to be like, Hey... I like you. Like, does the same yeah, thing happen to you?
0: You know, it was funny because when I did my my for my birthday, I rented a yacht and some girlfriends came on the yacht. He came and my girlfriend was like, "Oh, it was like, like that him? kind of birthday." Okay, so I, was, I, was, I, was I was just, just like, like a, like a, a in your living room. <laughs> with she
1: just has like three friends and some Chick Fil A and like a little prosecco. She <laughs> rented a little
0: yachty yacht with a private chef. I might have you know, I'll, I'm gonna say Okay, so it,
2: a, it was such a more bigger deal that he came to that. Then you guys are on a boat. Okay, this is like yeah. the whole now thank you for clarifying I have the right. the, vi- the visual has changed completely yeah, I thought he was like in her kitchen just helping
1: her like pour
0: the pour the wine I mean, a basement this is hang a, this is, I may have downplayed it it was a big <laughs> it was like a nice situation. it's 2020 <laughs> you better treat yourself I, I was like well look I'm not going to Mexico so let me let me bring a little right, you know, luxury right. to the trip so I rented yes. the shot and with a private chef and like an open bar and invited a few friends and he came and so but he, during that time my girlfriend was like do you like him she was like, because you just seem very like cool. Uh-huh. But I'm also very big on giving people their space, letting you just kind of navigate, enjoy yourself. I'm not, I'm not the girl that's going to be all up on you like that. If we're in a relationship, then yes, I'm going to be hugged up. But like, if we're dating, I'm very much about like, we don't have, when we go to a party or something, we don't have to be up under each other. Like you network, do your thing, have fun, go get a drink at the bar. Like we don't have to be like this. So I feel like she thought I was supposed to be like up under him. And I was like, no, I'm on the boat with my friends. None of y'all gonna try to talk to him. I know that much. So what do I have to be up under him for? You push them off the yacht if they talk right. to Right, I'm him. like, I know y'all know better. So I know I'm not gonna have any no problems with that. Because my friends know I'm crazy.
2: <laughs> also, it's my birthday. I'm, like, going to yeah. be social, you know? And she was just like,
0: girl, you need to go, like, grab him. I'm like, he's here. Like, I'm the, I am I am, grabbing him. He's with me here. You we're know, in, in the ocean. Work. We're at sea. Where, where is, is he going like, to go? where is he going, girl? We, we're in the Pacific. That's do you my vibe do? now. I think I'm
1: doing all my dates like in the maritime world. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's just every time I'm just going to be on a ship and just set out. I'm like, you're stuck here. Yeah, if you have to like, right. where are you, exactly where now are you where going? You, going?
2: <laughs> you can't go anywhere. That's over my those advice,
0: ladies. Get a boat
2: and put it yeah, on that thing. That's the takeaway. That's the episode title. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about, you. you touched on this earlier and I want to go back to it, this body language thing. Because obviously you guys are watching a date from the outside, like, do you see things that just like happen all the time that you know immediately like he's into her he's not into her she's into him she's not into him
0: i mean right um, when when i'm looking at the do's and don'ts i'm more of like don't do this and so like i think people familiar too soon is a big don't i i just feel like you never know what someone's personal boundaries are so it's always good to like, just kind of gauge the situation to, you can let them know when you're, know you're interested or a light tap or something like that. But I think there are some people who get really familiar really quickly. And I'm not, about, I'm not about that. Some people mm-hmm. like it, but I feel like, you know, if you don't know their last name, you being all up on them, you know, an hour after you met is not a good look. And so I feel like it's very, you can make clear intentions, look them in their eye, have a conversation when you laugh, if you want to a little, do a little tappy tap. Mm-hmm, but I think right. some people go real left with it really quickly. And, you know, that's when you get the pullback because people are like, you know, not that they're not interested, but they, they, they need to warm up to you. You have to allow, give somebody a little time.
1: Are you seeing that, um, mostly from women or men or both? Like who, who's initiating the uh, extra touching?
0: I see it a lot on both sides, I okay. will say. Probably a little bit more on the men's side. But I will say there are a lot of women who, you know, go on these dates and they're very forward. You know, a lot of them are very, they like, they know what they want. They know when they're attracted to the guy. Um, and, you know, sometimes, what, like we were talking about before, it's a lot of people get drunk a little too soon um, and get real, a real free-flowing. And I've seen that make the date go downhill as well. So I think just kind of any, uh, going just at advanced speed, soon within a few hours of a date is is a big red flag for a lot of people.
2: Yeah, and you can like the second I'm on a date with somebody and he touches me lightly, like the, just the tiniest little like during a conversation while we're laughing, like I'm like oh he's into it. Like that it's I think most of us can pick up on like if you are Getting touched in a teeny tiny way, right. the, the person is feeling you because totally, they made totally. that effort to like reach out. Like, if I don't like somebody, I am like hands to myself. Yes. Like, I don't even want to. You tell.
0: can tell you hold your purse in front of you, like <laughs> yes. You keep your <laughs> you mask on. Here.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, I was on a date a few years ago. I was at a bar with this guy and we were facing each other at the bar, right? So I'm sort of sitting between his legs a little bit. And I we had never hooked up. We had never, this is a this is a first date with a person. I met him at another bar. We had spent maybe 20 minutes. Together, it's our first date. I got up to go to the bathroom, and so, like, I was a little closer to him than I'd been sitting, and he like grabbed me and kissed me, and it shook me. I, it just—it was too soon for that. Yeah. It was too
0: soon, so you like, did not like it.
1: I, we, we're an hour into the date. The sun hadn't really even set yet. Like it was—it <laughs> was too much. And just because yeah. I have stood closer proximity to you to get out of the seat to go pee doesn't mean that it's time to put your mouth on a mouth. He
2: misread that yeah. thing. I—that guy do that too. Right now, you know that story, right? When we first became friends, we like went to one bar, had a pre-drink, then went to this other bar, and why we were his, lip, his lips on my lips across a table? Oh. I was like, is this? All right. I mean hand, I was it's just too much. It's too much. It's too um much. do
1: you see hand holding? Sorry. That's I that held my hand date? too. I know hand holding on a first day. Hand holder
0: in general. So I'm just like no, I'm, I'm not yeah. I'm not into that, which I know a lot of people like it, but I there's just certain things I like to do with my partner that like on a date, on our first day, especially, we don't need to do like I sometimes feel like men have a playbook in their mind, mm-hmm. a kiss, a hand that's how it feels. It's like, I'm going to check off one, two and three. I did this on this. But it's like, no, it's a feeling. And I think with women, we move off of our feelings. That kiss could have been perfect if you were digging him and, and it was leading in that direction. But it's like, you can't skip one step because if you do, it throws uh-huh. the whole thing off. And everybody's
2: different and some people don't want it. You know, and right. I I like there there's definitely girls out there that are like I never kiss on a first date. I love to make out at the end of the date if we've really been feeling ourselves like on totally. the street, like not, you know, like everybody's yes. got different boundaries. So anybody that goes into a date with any sort of like playbook is like doing it all wrong.
0: Agreed. I'm a big, I'm a big like there's people that I haven't kissed till the third day, and there are people I have kissed three hours into the date. Mm-hmm. It just depends. And that doesn't always mean longevity. Like I've had amazing first first dates with the guy and then it kind of fizzles out so it's just like you know you kind of have to play play it by ear
2: that's what i think that's like something that people just do wrong is like trying to apply any sort of formula to like a human being i I don't know like it's like weird like uh pickup artist dumb shit um can, can the daters bring their phones No. Okay. Because I was going to say,
0: because phones are like a big thing on a date. Like, yeah, we don't, they don't have those types of distractions, but you'd be surprised without the phone. There are some people who give a lot of attention to the waiter or the waitress that it's kind of inappropriate. Like, wait, I I
2: saw this clip. You you guys posted like, let's talk about this. Don't flirt with someone else on your date. That's Don't a crazy it. thing. Like, I did that, yeah. That
1: flirting with the hostess, what are you doing? Like, are you out of your mind? Right, okay. Like... Can you try to... Can you come back and try to fuck the hostess tomorrow when right. I'm not with and you? And it's just like,
0: you know, especially like these are all first dates. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, are you that thirsty that you have to be so disrespectful to the person you're in front of that you would do this to them? Like, what do you think they're going to expect you to do if you were in a relationship? Like, right. you can't even walk in and be... And this is... This this is a first date when you're on your best behavior. So if you can't even be good this first few hours, you gotta go. Right. Also, it's, by it the happens way, happens a lot.
1: I'm not really jealous. Like I, I actually don't mind if I'm dating somebody being like, "Look at that girl. She's so hot." And like, we'll talk about them together. Right. That's right. normal. Like I'm not so insecure. You can't
0: talk about somebody. Totally. In front of me. But it's like the first date. It's like we're not yeah. there yet. Now, once we're in a relationship and we both look and we're walking down, we see an attractive girl. I'm fine with being like, she's so pretty or whatever. But when we're on a first date, I want to know that you can put your attention on me. You can put your phone up. You can look me in my eye. You're not looking all around, looking all shifty like the police are about to come in here. Like, (laughs) I need to know you know how to act. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, I it. Your um, family
2: because they are going to be hard on you, <laughs> right? Right. That's such a wild thing, like flirting on a first date.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's just like get it out your system before you see the person. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, I want to <laughs> ask you. So we've talked about like body language, things to talk about. Is there anything like really great that you see people do that you're like, that's a pro? Like, and you could think about it for something. But like, like a way somebody talks about a conversation or something they wore, or like, is there something you're like, yes, do that.
0: Well, you know what? I feel like the genuine compliments, like, and especially I like when it comes later in the day and they're just like, you know, I really enjoy this conversation, you know, like a genuine couple. There was a lesbian couple that met and they just, it was such a great match because one was like kind of, you know, artsy and nerdy. And the girl was that dated her was like, I love like an artsy type. So it was just like they were, but the, the other girl was looked like, this beautiful model and they were just very opposites and they just really hit it off. Um, I think they're actually still dating. Um, Sometimes I go back and check their social media and they were still posting together. They even started I think like a a couple YouTube or something like that but it was like very genuine. The woman that was said that admittedly said I'm a nerd and you know this is I'm just a little awkward like that was seen as like you know attractive to the other girl but Mm -hmm. she would never try to hide it. She was like this is who I am and And because she was just her authentic self, it was, you know, it was seen genuine from from the other dater and they really, really hit it off because of that. So I think when you can be authentically yourself and just kind of own that, um, the right person will appreciate it.
2: Yeah, and I I wanted to see, uh, ask you to something you said something earlier that made me think of this like in terms of compliments up top like I feel like there's a fine line of saying something corny and cheesy and also acknowledging that someone looks nice because oh you were talking about I got ready and I did my makeup and stuff because I I'm bummed out as a woman to put so much time and effort into a date and not get any like not no acknowledgement,
0: you know, but then there's also this line of like, it's too much. I think who doesn't like a compliment or who doesn't like to be told that they look nice. I think, you know, it can be a little much when they pour it on or if the person has like a big butt or big breasts and the guy just keeps making a comment about it where it's like, try not, I say always try not to focus on a body part. Just be like, you know, you look beautiful, you know, and then, or, you know, but it doesn't have to be like a constant part of the conversation. But you can still let them know you appreciate how they look without like zeroing in on a specific attribute because I think that's when it gets creepy. Like when we have guys on these dates who are just like we had one guy who was obsessed with butts. He took the girl to like a twerking class just so he could see her butt. And it was gross. It was just like... This is so gross. It's offensive. She didn't know he was obsessed with butts until they started the class. And uh-huh. he, he was like, dance in front of me do this kind of... And it was just like, you're a full-on creep, dude. Like, this is disgusting.
2: I, I will say that's a great thing to do with with your actual like partner. My ex-boyfriend, and I went to a big Frida twerking workshop. <laughs> did a, you really? A, a twerk workshop. I don't know about this. Uh, we did, I have show you. We went to a twerk shop. big Frida. <laughs> it was a good date. Um, but a first date, if a guy was like, we're going to go to a twerk shop, I'd be like... No, we're not.
0: Because you don't know where you're going, so she shows up and she's just like, "What is this place?" And he's like, "We're gonna do a twerking class because I want to see that." So thing weird. Move. And she was just like, "I mean, I'm on the show, so I'm gonna do it." But she was right. It did not go well. And then they went to dinner, and he didn't even know how to pronounce things on the menu, and it was a whole mess. <laughs> it's like stop focusing on twerking and get that thesaurus boo. <laughs> um,
1: I want to validate something you said about like sort of like misplaced compliments, and you're like, "Where is this coming from? This feels forced." And we talked about this a really long time ago um, with. Dan Soder, who's a comedian, we we called it future tripping. We're like guys on a date. They 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 talk about like the things you guys are gonna do together in the future, and I think that they feel like that's... Oh, a- I hate you. That. Um, they feel like they're complimenting. They're like, well, we'll go there. You know, I have these friends. You'll meet them. I'll tell you about them sometime. Yes. Or, like, would you love? Like, would you like to go to Mexico with me this summer? That's I a red always, flag for me. I yes. find it a big red flag, and I think it's very straight. It's the same thing to me as a misplaced compliment. You're like, what are you a doing here? A thousand percent.
0: I, I know? went on a date with a guy where we're both we found out we were both Raiders fans, and he was. Was like, I'm gonna fly us up to the Bay Area at the time they had moved to Vegas, and he was like, I'm gonna fly us up to the Bay Area so we can watch a game. And you know, at the time I was into him, so I was like, Oh wow, that's really cool. And then like later, he just kind of really got really aloof, and obviously that never happened, but it was just like that let me know like this is to disarm somebody, it's not to yes really make the plan, it's to disarm them so that they feel comfortable and feel like you guys might potentially have something to maybe potentially get what they want. So just, I think women have to, there are some men out there that are really about that life and really about their word. But I think very early on, if somebody is making these promises of a future, or you're going to meet my friends, or we're going to go do this, or this thing is in November, but this July, and he's like, I'm gonna get us tickets. I just think you got to be careful. He might get the tickets, but he might not be taking you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i i hate it's it is a huge red flag to me like to the point where like if it happened with a guy i was feeling i would be disappointed because yes. it's that much of a red flag and i'm like it's one thing if you fall for each other really hard and fast that's different like that happened with a relationship of mine we spent the whole weekend together we were like of course we're, we're gonna date you could feel right. it it was the it was the vibe was there after three four days but like that first or second date and they start making these future plans i just want to be like run like yes i it's almost like across the board when a a friend of mine tells me that happened, it doesn't work out, or something crazy happens with that guy. Like he's a sleaze. Yeah. It's I creepy you know, time.
1: It, plotted. it feels yes. like they're like, this is what women want to hear. Yeah. This is what they like. And it seems very premeditated. It's creepy to me. I don't want it's not creepy every time. And some people will Sometimes say it's authentic,
0: but I just think yeah. you, either, whether it's authentic or not, I think you have to, when they say it, you gotta pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I had a girlfriend who was seeing a guy and they had only been dating for like four weeks and he was she was like "well we're looking at houses" and i was like no, why i was like "you looking at" and she was i was just she just kind of let herself go she normally was not in fairy tale land but for whatever reason it was quarantine and she had said mm-hmm. something like "we're looking at houses we we they had they did spend a lot of time together but it was one of those things where they connected quick it fizzled out quick And she, you know, and the, the, when she told me the house thing, I was like, I know this isn't going anywhere. I didn't tell her that. But Uh I was just like, if he, y'all looking at houses after four weeks, mm -mm." did it just fizzled out or was he like a crazy person? He was dating other people. He was lying about that. It was just, you know, she had met him on an app. And, you know, they just they started seeing each other really quickly. I mean, th- this is what's crazy about the story. She's probably gonna kill me that I'm saying this, but she was dating him. She we, we both decided to join the dating app. This is mid-quarantine. We weren't really going out. So we were just like, we're both singles. We were like, well, maybe we'll just, you know, try it out. I'm not a huge fan of dating apps for myself. Um, but I have a whole other element because of TV and it just gets kind of weird. So I just don't really do it, but I was like, forget it, I'll try it. So we both got on. She met this guy and they started dating. And so they, you know, went really quickly. I think probably like they went on a date. This is like three weeks in. And she comes home and she calls me about the date. He had a very distinctive name. So as we're on the phone, I'm on speaker and I'm, you know, going on my dating app to see what my thing's like. And I'm like, girl, I think your man just matched with me.
2: And mind oh, you, I'm in LA. Wow. This is
0: like uh-huh. it's a lot of people here. Uh-huh. So what are the odds? Yeah. And so he, she's like, no, 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 it's not him. He, um, we we've both decided to take ourselves off of dating apps. It's we're we're going to be together. It's not that's not him. And I was like, okay, but I'm gonna send you this screen grab because I think this is him. And I had never seen him, but the name was very distinctive. And she's like, girl, it's not him. And she gets the screen grab. She's like, oh my god, it's him. So she's like, you have to message him. Okay, oh, god. And- yes. And she she was like, you have to message because maybe he friended you. And I'm like, okay. So he messaged me first before I could. And he was, they had just got off the date and he is not supposed to be on a dating app. And he was very much like, hitting on me, trying to make a plan to meet. Like he was very active on this app, which let me know if he was doing it with me. There was at least five of the girls in his yeah. inbox that he was doing it with. And I was like, girl, like I sent to the screen, I was like, I'm not comfortable doing, asking anything else. I feel like you have what you need. I'm gonna block him. You, I'm gonna send you the screen grabs. You do what you want to do. Um, but she was just so convinced before this, that he was like the one, and then this crazy shit happens. And it, you know, it was a huge red flag because he had told her he was off of date, which it's like, if you're seeing other people, fine. But when yeah. a guy is lying about his status to you directly, that's a huge red flag. Cause if he would have said, I'm still dating, I'm still on the apps. I want to get to know you better, uh-huh. but I'm not comfortable just completely being hundred percent faithful, then completely understand but when Four a guy weeks. says sells you a dream i'm off the apps i want to look at houses with you you're the only woman i'm dating that's a problem a
2: hundred percent
0: and one thing i just want
2: to say we've had talked to so many people and i've never heard someone use the word disarm like you did i love that so much it's like speaking to me like that's what it is is like whether they realize it or not a little bit of a manipulation i like love that term um one thing I will say also, though, they could be like a really needy guy that's like totally. on a, on the mission to find a wife that night. Like there's two different things here. There's like totally. actually like kind of the liar, creepy type, like the fuck boy. And then there's like actual needy, desperate guy who is like, wants to settle down and right. actually tomorrow. And you'll know which.
0: <laughs> you'll right. you'll sure. figure you're it out. <laughs> the thing about men is they reveal themselves quickly. You don't yeah. like what I always say is like, if if you're dating a guy, he's going to reveal something he may not you may not get the whole hand but there's going to be something about him that he reveals pretty early on where you can kind of discern what his intentions are you know it's going to be something there's going to be something that happens or you know and you're like oh okay this is who he is and I think it happens probably within that first month so I feel Mm -hmm. like you you know you can we a lot of us what we do is though we see We see somebody say something, I'm not ready for a relationship or I'm not doing this or I'm dating and and knowing that's not what we want and we still go forward. But when we actually see the physical action of it, then we're kind of like, I can't believe he's doing this thing because I think we always think, our personality, the way we have sex, like all this stuff is going to change that thing and it just doesn't. Like you 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 know, we have seen women like Holly Berry, mm-hmm. like we have seen that and they still have the same problems everybody else does. It's not you, it's just what the other person is ready for. If I'm not ready to do something, I don't care who's coming in here. It's not going to change my opinion. So I think we just have to accept people for where they're at. And then you have to decide for yourself if this is something you are willing to deal with. And I think a lot of times we have to pretend, not pretend that we're something we're not. I have a lot of girlfriends who try to act like, you know, they don't wear their heart on their sleeves. They don't care if a man's faithful. Like I'm a player too. And I think we have to have the maturity about ourselves. Like I know I'm, territorial i need a one woman man i can't have an open relationship no shade to anybody who can me personally nina that's not happening but i had to go through phases and stages to figure out what was for me sharing is not my thing Um, But there are some Mm -hmm. people who don't care, you know? And I think you just have to establish what is for you so that you're not fronting and so you don't end up getting your heart broken when you're out here trying to pretend and then you Mm -hmm. turn around and you're crying into your pillow at night because you was trying to be big, bad boss, (laughs) knowing that that was not in your DNA. Well, I think
1: it's okay to want what you want. Yes, and I just
0: got there too, you know? like I used to be the type of girl that was like, Oh, like I'm always worried about coming on too strong just because I, I have a strong personality mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very vocal about what I want and need. And I've always been concerned like, oh, how's this going to get perceived for the longest time? And as I was telling you guys earlier, now I could give a fuck less. Like mm-hmm. I just don't like I just I'm going to say like how I, I feel and uh, obviously with tact. But like, I agree, like, I feel like this and I had this conversation with my best friend and I'm like, if I'm dating a guy and we've been on three dates and I say, I think to myself, I really like him. I can see myself in a relationship with him. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, I hope this goes somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in you. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think you should be ashamed of wanting a relationship or wanting monogamy, like just because they're very clear to tell you that they don't want that. So you have to be very clear with what you want because a lot of times men will say whatever and. until it's being applied to them because it's like, yeah, you might want to be single, but just know I'm single too. So we both could be out in these streets. And you know, right. <laughs> I think sometimes that's a, that's a wake up call for them as well. Like, I think men have this thing of thinking like they're the only man that will want you. And you're just like, no boo, this is, I'm making a conscious choice to give time to you, to return these texts, to make dates. I, I have made a place for you in my life on purpose. That is a privilege. You don't have to get these text returns or call return. You don't ha- I don't have to make this time to meet you for happy hour. I don't have to DM with you. That can all be shut down. And I think they need to know that. Right. And
2: but the first step is like changing your mindset. We talked about this with somebody our guest we had recently. Her name's Shan Boudram. She's like a sexologist. Oh, I love Shan. Yeah. Um, and she was saying the the whole mindset is like that women and but women and men, anybody is operating out of that scarcity model and is like totally that, that is the only person. Mm-hmm. So if you are thinking that we gotta shift your mindset because a man will pick up on it, or anybody, yeah. you know, man, woman, but like when you actually think this is my one chance, I have to like lock this person down, they pick up on it. So it, the first a step is percent. like knowing that there's a million people you could match with.
0: Yeah. And like I mean, adjusting the world accordingly. People. Yeah. And I'm like, I promise you, girl, somebody else who did, you know, they're things that some of my friends do where I feel like their partner just completely does not appreciate it, where I know there are other men who would die to have, you know, Mm -hmm. their partner do that for them. So I just feel like there's like, I really believe the saying there's somebody for everybody. And I definitely feel like, you know, for me there were things that I didn't get in my last relationship that now when men do it, I appreciate it so much. And I make sure that I say that I, I am very vocal with my appreciation to men now because when you don't have it, when you're thirsty and you're not getting something, when you finally get it, you're just like, you know what? I just want to say, I appreciate that. And because I vocalize that appreciation, I get it back. And it wasn't something that I really did before because I took it for granted until I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. And so I think we all, you know, we all learn and we grow, but I think you're right. Like if if there is a lack, people pick up on it pretty quickly.
2: I love that. Um all right well we we could talk to you for hours like i'm just like watch the time like do you have to do anything to do or can you just hang out with us all night um but we we kind of designed this segment around dating apps i mean everybody that's on them or wants to be on them has the same type of questions how do i make my profile better you know we've actually for you guys that are listening we have a whole episode on this Raina, what do we call it this is, it was like called like dominating the apps or something so we've we've tackled a lot of this but we wanted to get yeah. into it with nina and we asked our listeners on instagram tell us what's been working for you on your profile or not. So it's kind of like we can kind of decipher. So some of these are really great. The ones I really want to chat with you about, and some of this is just like to commentate on and we can make you laugh. But a lot of these women have great prompts that gets them Talked to and asked out, which I think is like the goal to like open up a conversation. So totally. those are kind of the ones I wanted to to hone in on. So we're just gonna go through some of these and see what you yeah, think. Let's do it. Okay, this one I love that the way she did this. So a lot of a lot of stuff about politics and people. Just they just want to weed out the, the Trump people and things like that. So, but I like that she said I changed a negative, no Trump voters to a positive. I'm an independent, passionate feminist. I I, I just I love that she said I like. I don't like any sort of thing on a dating profile that says, no, none of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I kind of respect it, but I like that she was like flipped
0: the way, the tone. Right yeah I like that and um, the thing is is she probably still will get super uber conservative just because I feel like men has, sometimes have this weird thing where they feel like it'll be a challenge or you know if, I don't she's, she's not doing it for play like this is what she really means so mm-hmm. she doesn't have to entertain that but I do like that she's at least putting it out there for, for the most part I think it will act as a deterrent to the types that she's trying to stay away from
1: right all right I'm gonna do this next one looking for someone to eat me out I mean take me out to eat
0: oh that's what she put on her her prompt yeah oh then she wants to hook up so she's not <laughs> looking for a relationship if she
2: wants I, someone to come over and eat her out i think it's a perfect way to achieve that yeah, 100 I mean, lead with
1: sex if you want sex does she,
0: she only want to hook
1: up I think, so my feeling about this is that you're trying to look funny um, and I, I I flirt a lot. I like, I lead with sex in person sometimes. I think leading with sex on a dating app, if that's what you want, if you right. just want to hook up, great. But I think that men are going to read that and they're not, you're not, it's not going to lead to very nice conversations right. for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think just, you can't be mad if you get an unsolicited dick pics and, you know, you're having somebody, you know, give you that same energy. Because to me, there's nothing worse than unsolicited dick pic like i i just like sir if you don't put that thing away mm-hmm. like but please please get this out of my face it's so, so i i i'm that's not what i'm looking for so i don't lead with that but you know i'm not mad at a woman knowing what she wants if that's if i just don't know what her goal is with that is it right and it's also a little elementary to me like it's a little immature
2: yeah. Okay. This was this was a theme we saw that that the the our listeners said worked, and it was food related. And here's just a few. I'll run through a few quick ones. Someone wrote, "If you're reading this, I'm probably hungry." She said, "This got me a boyfriend too. My love, my love language is chicken tenders. So many guys offer to bring me chicken tenders or take me out for chicken tenders. And in a relationship with pizza, but willing to make exceptions. I got so many answers. So I mean, Brian and I, our podcast is called Girls Got to Eat. Like we're all about like the food stuff. So I think like anything where you can open somebody up, like totally my love
0: language chicken tenders of course the guy's gonna be like so where's your favorite chicken tenders can i send you chicken tenders you know i had i think on one of mine it was like what do we like to debate or something like that and i said um new york versus la pizza tacos um which which coast has the best such and such i put that on mine and i got so many responses to like Mm -hmm. men like Of course, LA is better, or I'll take you to the best taco spot, Mm -hmm. or you know, you should go to this place that has these tacos in this little hole in the wall. So I had a lot of men who like genuinely wanted to debate me but it ended up turning into like a fun conversation about like our favorite places to eat and things like that. So that that actually did work. And then you have the opener for the date. Like and yeah. then you
2: have the opener for like, "Well, you've never been to that my favorite taco place. So I got to take you." Right.
0: And especially when it's simple food, when you're talking about chicken tenders, tacos, pizza, when you start talking about other things and it's just like, "Okay, where is this going?" So, "My favorite cafe you know, like in the keep city." It, <laughs> <laughs> keep it basic. Yeah.
1: Um okay recently added my love for mustaches responses have exceeded expectations so she just wrote on her profile i love mustaches and i I think the guys think that's funny i think that's like an opening line to be like here's this one time i had a mustache yeah
0: i think that's super cute and it's specific because mustaches don't get the love the beards are getting the love you know so the the, you know it's it gives the mustaches not every guy can grow a beard that connects so they must feel (laughs) you know i know guy a lot of them can get a mustache not all of them can get a beard So. I feel like guys. that opens your playing field. If you put, I just love beers, that's all you're going to get.
2: I just love it because it's a compliment already. Like if a guy with a mustache is like, oh shit, I already have an in. And it's not something that's like derogatory. Like I love big titties. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, if someone, some guy was like, I like a girl with freckles. I'd be like, oh, well I already have those. Let me slide mm-hmm. in here. As opposed to like, I like so, like a body part. Like it's right. just kind of like, it feels like it's an instant kind of compliment. Okay. This one I love. Um, I think Hinge, maybe the prompt says like, I'm looking for, and then you answer it. So she said she wrote golf lessons and Ooh. so many guys have slid in there and offered to give her golf lessons. And she says, lessons are expensive and I really do want them. And I've had a lot of guys give them to me for free. So she's getting oh. golf lessons on top okay, of it. But girl, hustle. The- it, there's that making a guy feel needed. You can appeal to something he
0: knows how to do like stuff like that. Like, the, the, yeah. And I think that's a great idea when it really truly is something that you love and, and, or have a curiosity about that. You, you know, you're like, Hey, I've always wanted to do this. So I think it's important. Like if there are certain types of dates you like going on, I think you can position your questions to kind of give the hint since you know what I mean? The people may not know who you are. So if you give a hint about, you know, loving to play pool and you want to perfect your, pool game being like, you know, you know, I'm looking for a pool shark or something like that, mm-hmm. to where it's like, people can say like, or, you know, maybe you like gamers, like a kind of positioning it in a sense where you give them an opportunity to kind of show you, um, a part of who they are too. I think that's always yeah. fun.
2: And just like making it easy. Like, yeah. I, I feel like we keep getting these, Oh, we, we see a lot of, of like, yeah, guys are supposed to take control and everything like that. But some of them are nervous to ask a stranger out. Like, why totally. not make it like the easiest,
0: like, and low hanging you know, Sometimes they get scary. So it's like you're finally there, and then they still kind of don't know what to do. So just giving (laughs) that extra push is beneficial.
1: Yeah, we say all the time, I mean, your prompt should provoke conversation. Yes. There's this other one that we wrote down. My bio is, I just moved to NYC. Let me know what your favorite bar is. Mm. That is such a great opener. It's not like aggressive. I think the people get wrapped up in trying to be like funny, uh, yeah. but that's such an easy opener. Like put things there that will create
0: conversation easily for people. Totally. And listen, a lot of us, you know, it's just like funny is relative. Cause like for me, I like sarcasm and I put mm. that in my bio. You know, I th- it was like, what a you. And I think my first thing was sarcasm. And I had so many men who, you know, some it attracted some cornballs who thought they were they were sarcastic and funny but it also attracted you know a lot of guys who kind of kind of remarked about sarcasm and witty things as well so you know it's just like I think the more specific you are about those little quirks the better
2: yeah and she also added on there um, I met my boyfriend this way and got bar recommendations so what better way to like now you have when I first first moved to New York and I was going on dates guys would take me to these places and then I have all these places that I know about and then I would take future guys and They'd be like, yeah, How you, did you hear about this the day place? place. I'm like, yeah,
0: I stole all the day places. Like I, I always say that too when I take somebody, I'm like, I better not see you here with nobody else. I, <laughs> I better <know>. not see <laughs> this you. Is this our is our place. This is my territory. <laughs> Um, this
2: is a great one too. Hinge asks... And again, you can also... I think Bumble does these now too, um, where you have the prompts that they lead you into it. She says, it's like, never have I ever... It's something something along those lines. Never have I done something. And she said, been to Costco. I get so many responses and offers to take me.
0: That's I want of one. I'm like, saying, you've never been to Costco? Yeah. You gotta go. Oh, that's a good one.
2: Someone said Chick fil A for one of those, like just whatever it is. Like, if it's a crazy thing, someone said, I've never seen Star Wars, like things like that that are normal and you haven't done them, like instant opener and invitation. For
0: sure. For sure. I love that.
2: Um, I like this because I think
1: everybody can relate and you can come up with a creative answer and somebody can give you a creative answer back. So the prompt is best gift I've ever gotten. She said, pornaments, which I will tell you guys what that is. But, and she said, men love it. Um, They are like porny. Christmas tree ornaments. You know, they're oh like Santa gosh. or like Mrs. Claus with their titties out. Um Ooh, the sanctity of Christmas. <laughs> we'll what send you one. What <laughs> <laughs> The whole box of them in my apartment. Um, but I think this is a really creative way that you can say something funny, display your personality, so yes. and then you can sort of test like what their person... If somebody's
0: like socks, I'm like, oh, we're not vibing. Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, that's boring too. It's like, I mean, who hasn't gotten some whack clothes for for their you know for Christmas but I love that I love the rant I'm very attracted to randomness like the random shit that happens to people and then being able to talk about it like I just think it's so funny so I love that she she put that on there even you know and it adds a little like gives a a window for some flirtation Mm -hmm. with that type of thing without it being too gross Mm -hmm. yeah I
2: think you can kind of do the math on what a pornament is but like Uh, we we only know that because we know the brand like a lot of people would be like what is that and then you talk about it, and then you're being flirty, right. And I love that Raina mentioned socks too, because this one is her most hinge asks you your most controversial opinion. And hers is I love sleeping in socks. I get so many responses. I sleep in socks. Don't at me. Um, I you do <laughs> my feet get cold, but here, see, now you guys are invested. So my thing here <laughs> is the same thing. Now you're talking about a bedroom. Now you're talking, yeah. you know, you're going to go back and forth. It's not like that you're good. You're mm-hmm. not debating a political candidate. You're not going to get heated about socks. So it's right. like, then you're talking about, well, I, I, make, I don't know. I get kind of cold at night. And then the guy's like, you know, it, it can get flirty without being nasty. It can be
0: flirty. I love that. I, and I love that because if you did, I don't sleep with any underwear on that's too overt yeah, too much. Yep. You've so the, the socks is perfect. I might actually use that. That's really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, steal steal the pornaments thing too. Steal all these. Okay, best opening line is a hot dog, a taco, or a sandwich. Ashley and I debated this forever on an episode in February, March,
0: February. I feel like a taco was a taco. Nina, we, what do you think about this? Is it? I, I don't think a taco is either. I feel like it's in its own class. Well, I, I feel me like too, a ta- but I technically, I definitely don't feel like it's technically
1: a it's a taco. <laughs> <laughs> if you read the technical
0: description, it's a taco. <laughs> I like it now. I want tacos for dinner, but yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's own itchy but I love like the super controversial, um, things. Like I feel like with black people, like it's like, do you put sugar in your grits like, or uh-huh. not? Like that's like a, a bit of controversial thing, you know? So I feel like you could put something controversial about food or like fun fact, I hate Mac and cheese changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Like that kind I of, really- you know, something like that where people are like, this is blasphemy. You know, they might be mad, but then they're still messaging you about it. We, yeah, we saw someone
2: she opens with. We don't need to dwell on this because I have one I wanted to end on. But she said, what's your favorite potato? That's a great way to open, you know, like fries, mashed, whatever. Like just get right. the conversation going. Everybody loves to talk about potatoes, I think. And then this is just one I, I love. Like, I feel like a guy can't really pass this up. Bet you can't beat me in a game of one-on-one. She said, dudes loved it, always wanted to take me up on it. And the same thing, you can do this with bowling, ping pong. Connect four. Yeah. Uno, <laughs> like anything. Bet you can't fold a fitted sheet, you know, like... <laughs> Like little like non-aggressive challenge, right. like challenges, I think, are going to attract the
0: conversation. Especially because I think men in general are just uh, competitive, mm-hmm. so something like this. but I also think doing competitive things with your partner is really fun, so I think you know it just already encourages like a fun activity.
1: Yeah. Ugh, well, we could talk to you literally forever. We have <laughs> kept you for a long time. This has really been so great for us. Um, I can't wait to text Ashley about you after we shut you <laughs> down. Yeah. Well, I, we we know that everybody will want to like find you. So tell yeah. people when your show
0: premieres. Well, no. well Nightly Pop <gasps> is on Monday through Thursday. So you yes. can catch us Monday through Thursdays. Sometimes it's 11, sometimes it's 1130. Sometimes it changes. But either way, you can find us in your local listings on Monday through Thursday nights. And then uh, Dating No Filter will be back in November. And my Instagram handle is Ms. Gossip Girl. That's MZ Gossip Girl. And that's on pretty much everything. That's how you'll find
2: Okay. All right. Well, thank Thank you so much for taking the time. This is such a great conversation. Thanks for opening up to us about everything and giving us all the dating tips. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for having (laughs) me. I had so much fun. And you know where to find us. com. New merch. Uh, GirlsGottaEatPodcast on Instagram. Ash Hess. Raina.greenberg on Instagram. Girls underscore got to eat on Twitter. And YouTube.com slash girls got to eat. And we'll see you next week. Have a good week, guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Bye.